0: Three, two, one. What's up, guys? I'm Kushagra. And I'm Jordan. And, and welcome, welcome to Camp Pause Mom. Mom, the podcast where we're going to be talking about everything gaming, from tech to art to your favorite titles. So- mm. Two hours,
1: fucking two God, hours. God, so, Kush, tell me a little bit more about yourself. I'm a game designer, and it's for me. It's all about
0: technology. I'm the same, but I'm more from the creative side, so everything visuals, aesthetics and
1: so on. Yeah. So there's going to be a little bit of a contrast here, but that's what makes it fun. Yeah. So Kush, what are we going to be talking about today? So today we will be talking about Japanese RPGs versus Western RPGs. Okay. What do you know about RPGs, Jordan? So I know there's two different kinds,
0: of course, between the Japanese and the Western. So Japanese ones are very linear, you have to choose a character. It's more role-playing in the embodiment of this character and this linear story or path. Well, Western RPGs, you see it's a lot more open, so character customization, open world, kind of choose your own journey, and you've, um, it's a lot of, both are taking inspiration from Dungeons and Dragons, of course, Mm -hmm. like going back to old role-playing games. So that's kind of the difference that I know about. Is there anything you have to add to it?
1: That's mostly it, but we will be deep diving it in Mm -hmm. and seeing which one is more compelling, which one player likes the most. Uh, Of course, it depends on the demographic and everything, but... Yeah, we will also discuss which ones we prefer the most okay. and we also leave it to the audience in the end <laughs> to see if which one they like the most. Yeah,
0: okay. Yeah. So I want you down below to say if you prefer western RPGs or Japanese RPGs and at the end I think we're going to go next week and talk a bit about what the most said.
1: Yeah, Okay. for sure. Yeah. So yeah, let's, let's talk about Japanese RPGs mm-hmm. first. Well, in my opinion, I think Japanese are the best, bro. You think Japanese is better than Western? No, I think, in general, if I talk about, it's not even about RPGs. Like In general, if you talk about Japanese game design, bro, they are mind-blowing. They know their shit. Have you seen the recent Pokemon game? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I was hoping you would not go there. I was hoping you would not go there. I have to go
0: there. Pokemon is a JRPG in common Just so everybody knows, Pokemon sucks. I'm a big Pokemon fan. You can see the Piplup card in my back.
1: You know, if I get cancelled, I don't care. Pokemon sucks. The game that they released now, like a few months ago, uh-huh. you know more about it?
0: Yeah, so I think Pokemon has a very, like, it had such a trajectory starting off with red back in the day, red and green, then blue, and like it started off with pixel art, right? Mm-hmm. And Pokemon is a good example of, it, it kind of has Western elements because you are this character, right? And your objective is to defeat the eight gyms, which is basically yeah. bosses, and you've like trainers in between that you do, just to give you the context, and... You can, you have to do these eight bosses in a linear path, so to say, the gym leaders. But the thing is, you can choose your own Pokémon. So that's the kind of freedom element of it. You can name your character, so it goes into that role-playing-esque of things. Yeah. But the new game, it's very open. The new game, it, they took a really big, like, they're taking inspiration from Western RPGs. And I think we've seen a big thing as of like 2015, 16 open world games was mm. Sandbox was the thing, you know, big open. Um, some of my favorite titles are I, are more Western, but with the Pokemon game, that was a bit of a failure. However, I did love it. I felt like the most, that was an RPG game for me. You only seen like a few titles when you were showing Yeah,
1: it. I mean like, I would not consider myself a Pokemon fan in okay. general, but I have played some games. And like, I played the recent ones as well. Yeah. And bro, yo... That was not supposed to be on console, first of all. I think there was a lot missing in that game. Yeah. Like in terms of even art, mechanics, or yeah. they could have done more creative things based on... We live in 2023 of now, course, right? Yeah. There there are unlimited expectations of people on, or yeah. even on technical side and art side. And yeah. So yeah, I guess, yeah, that was a downside for the Pokemon.
0: You, you have, like, I think a big part of that, like, not Pokemon, but, like, a good contrast to that would be the Zelda game that came out on the Switch in 2016. It was originally on the Wii U, mm-hmm. but it got ported to the Switch, and that was a good role-playing game. Zelda is, like, a big one. But I think these are a bit... I want to go a bit further into Japanese, like, RPGs. I think Final Fantasy is one that you can really pin on the head. What What's your opinion on
1: this Yeah, one? I think, for, like, for me... Uh if I talk about RPGs, I yeah. only look at mostly two things. Yeah. First of all, storytelling. Like, let's start with storytelling yeah. first. Bro, I think Final Fantasy has st- amazing storytelling. Mm-hmm. Like, they are compelling, they know how to hook the player, they yeah. understand it. It's more thought-provoking, I would I say. I get that, yeah. yeah. Right, and I think like yeah, even even with the every sequel that came out, they just got better with Many it. Sequels yeah. There. Which is not a downside. Yeah. I think players loved it and I think I had the same vision it was not the same vision, but I had the same thought process for Persona 5 as well? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but I know know a little bit about it, I'll put it that way. I've played it a bit, like a start Mm -hmm. of it, and then got into other stuff. But yeah, that's a different story. But uh, yeah, you should definitely watch a gameplay. It's Mm. also something that is studyable, I would say, or maybe more to learn from if someone is learning game design, I would say. if, even if not learning, even if doing something creative, it yeah. is a really good starting point see, to the, tell story, I would say. The thing with Whether,
0: this and, like, Final Fantasy and, like, what you see in a lot of, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of it is turn-based games. Yeah. So it's, like, they really, but I know the recent Final Fantasies is more kind of open mm. fighting sequences, yeah. if I'm correct, right? Because yeah. I've never played the games. Mm. I look up to a lot. I love pixel art, and, like, seeing the old games looks really cool. But, um, so, a lot of, like... Earlier, like uh, JRPGs were turn-based, but they started getting more and more that Western kind of touch to them as they went yeah. on a bit. But they still have
1: that like defined
0: character, you know, mm. and defined
1: story path, and how you go to it. Like I think it's, uh, I would say, like how they transitioned it from slowly being Westerns and still not being the Western mm. was one of the reasons because they had competition coming yeah. in. One of the reasons I think it was like in the 90s or the 2000s where they started with first translating their Japanese games yeah, into English yeah. and that yeah. is when it submerged more. Nintendo was the one who uh, started with the, who, who explored more of the mobile gaming prospect. Mm-hmm. and then started exploring how the Japanese, or RPGs in general, would fit in it. Yeah. And that is when they started scaling and expanding, and yeah. I think that was one of the turning points, both for the uh, RPG as a genre, and mm-hmm. also for Nintendo, I think. Yeah, yeah. Nintendo were a really game-changer within it, and
0: especially mm-hmm. when they broke into the Western markets, so the American and the OR market had changed. But then, of course, like, JRPGs started, but like, of course, Western RPGs, it's a totally 180. Yeah, Like it's so different and personally I am more accustomed to Western RPGs. One of my favorite games is Fallout, have you ever heard? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I've heard of it. So like Fallout, anything by Bethesda, so also Oblivion, Skyrim, these type of games. And I think what I really like with the Western perspective is it's really that role playing in a sense of where you can create your own character. So for example I'm going to use Oblivion or Skyrim, Mm -hmm. you have multiple different races, you have multiple different skill trees, you have multiple different traits your car can have, clothing so on, you can dye things. And that really gives you a sense of, like, you can portray how your characters want, you can see the direction. And like, with a game like Fallout or even in Skyrim 2, you it's have a kind making of...
1: making it more personalized. It's you know, so it's personalized. It's getting more
0: personal. You can be bad, you can be good, yeah. you can be neutral, you can choose which ending type of way. Mm-hmm. And, For me personally, that openness is way more attractive. Like, a linear, like, it's, they're two completely different things, right? But there is, like, a middle ground, too, to it.
1: Yeah, Uh, yeah, I I totally agree with that. And, like, uh, going back to the two points that I mentioned at the start, of the discussion, like my second point that I love about the RPGs in general yeah. is uh, open world. And yeah. I think Western RPGs are more open world mm. than the Japanese RPGs. Definitely, yeah. They, they put, like the difference between the two is like the Japanese is more artisy. They make it more fantasy-based. They make it more compelling storyline. They yeah. not down, they they knot down, they, kn- they knit it Mm-hmm. to make it a full circle yeah. whereas the western ones show the realistic perspective
0: mm-hmm.
1: in, in a fantasy world that's true it's like limiting
0: the choices that the player has from a JRPG standpoint of view so you're yeah. limited but you're following this one thing so you can get so immersed into this you pretend you are this character mm-hmm. uh, what I think is very interesting what you see between uh, JRPGs and western RPGs western have voice actors a lot well, Japanese do not, right? Yeah. And like, see, Western is so open and so free. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. But you have a character voice. But with a JRPG, it doesn't have a voice. So you read out the text yourself.
1: Yeah. That dynamic is mm-hmm. also because of how the how the people are evolved there in the culture. Yeah. Because I think the Western are way more open than... Uh, as compared to Asia, I yeah. would say. Like, I've li- I've lived in... Um, both the places in a yeah. good amount at this point and then I feel like even if I've been to Singapore mm-hmm. and if you go in a metro and you see like people are on their phones like yeah. 99% of the times so they're yeah. like on the <laughs> screen going and yeah. if you observe them clearly they are all about the the most of them who are playing games or even reading manga or mm. and watching an anime yeah for them it's all about the colors all about the visuals yeah. all about the drama you know all yeah, more yeah. like that and like here in in this part in europe or in north america maybe never yeah. been there but uh, it's more openness they are more towards interacting yeah in general it, it's it's not bit, it's not like like they are not focused on their phones or or stuck to their screen but it's way less than as compared to that and I think this plays an important role in the thought process of a designer or a developer or a storyteller on how they want to tell the story and how they pair it with the game and how they, even if we, because I think most of the inspiration of the Japanese uh, RPGs come up like or even in general Japanese games come yeah. up with from manga or anime and like that's true. E- even if you see that even if it's a really small incident happen in a storytelling mm-hmm. they show it like it's so much of a big deal right <laughs> like, they make the like, dramatics <laughs> and I think
0: that's what I want to touch a bit about on the like anime-esque art style. you really yeah. see that in JRPGs yeah but Western audiences like at least we were like in like in Europe a lot of people grew up with anime but we also it was more cartoon-dominated than anime, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Well, it was different in yeah. it, right? So you have that, like, dynamic. So you won't see as many Western people into that, but, like, mm-hmm. Asian and that side of the world, like, is very into that art style. Yeah. And it's so over-dramatized, like, okay. Asian cult, like, between animes, between Bollywood, you know? You have this really, like, dramatic effect, and you see that in the games. Like, I think it's so funny in JRPGs, especially when they're very, like, uh, some can, I'm not going to say all, but some can be a bit sexualized also. And, like, you yeah, see, right. like, the particles of sweat. Like, like there's so many small details that add to a dramatic sizing of yeah. the event. While Western RPGs, I would consider them a bit more stiff.
1: Yeah, uh, right? yeah I would say that. Yeah, like, they... I mean, like, it, it show, In my opinion, like, they are right amount of stiff at the yeah. same time. And at the same time, they are yet different. Because... Yeah. It is more. They are show- showing more realism. Like yeah. even if, like for example, you mentioned a small cut, right? Like yeah. if it's a small cut, a western RPG or a western style would show a small cut, a little bleed. That's, That's fine, you yeah. know. But <laughs> no, but that is always a but. So if you go to the Japanese one, yeah. bro, they have a, they have. A, storyboard drawn with a boom yeah. going on yeah, in the background yeah. where the cry is fleeting his half of the face <laughs> is filled with blood and yeah, we're yeah, just yeah. like, bro, it's not even a big deal, you know, as a kid you're like what the fuck, this, this is not supposed yeah, to happen, yeah, yeah. and like as you grow up and it's like, yeah, I mean, it makes sense, but you know, I'm also into this stuff, so I think I can get this. Yeah. So I
0: have a question for you, At that, I think from what we're saying is, JRPGs can't evoke more emotion based on how much a scene is dramatized. Well, Western, I think it's up to your own way of thinking. And Like, Western, yeah. they can set up a storyline and stuff, hmm. but it's like the outcome for your character. And, like, it can have effects on the environment, depending on the game, of course, but with JRPGs, it's so much more a scene. It's like a scene of a movie, more set up. Yeah. Like, with cutscenes scenes and with, like... Hmm. But Western, it's a bit more... Going into that kind of, like... Stiff area, but not as much, you know? yeah. Like
1: <laughs> the thing is, like the the Japanese RPGs are all about storytelling, like yeah. that is what they sell the most, yeah. That's right? The USP yeah. yeah, so what they try to do is they try to put you in the story circle, and yeah. you can do whatever you want to do in that story circle. But when it comes to uh, Japanese RPGs, uh, I didn't get that. Could you- Siri it happens but when it comes to uh, western rpgs mm-hmm. like they they throw you in an open world yeah and they let you decide what you want to do yeah. like i think i would like the one of the best examples would be gta5 okay yeah, yeah. like that game is like mind blowing on how it has escalated especially for the year that came out can we just talk a little bit like yeah. for the year
0: that game came out i think <laughs> i'm more of a gta4 fan that's going to maybe cause some <laughs> common discussion, double, double, double. but, 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 the, and a big but, <laughs> uh, the thing is, like, for the year that game came out, I think that GTA five changed role-playing yeah. from, from that realistic perspective. They've always had that going into their games, but mm-hmm. GTA five was, I think, a very vital point in gaming and the changing of how RPGs are done with tree characters, right? Yeah. That's insane.
1: Like, also, in an open, emerging world, mm-hmm. and, like, I think... The, mo- the most fun part is they just changed the whole game and they just leveled up as soon as they implemented the online feature. Yeah. Now, oh. now, I was like, that's crazy, you know, yeah. you can build your own character, you can go inside and whatever you do, it marks a point, it makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. You know, like everything is making sense, like no matter from, of course it depends on the servers yeah. but still no matter which world you're coming from which part of the world you're coming mm-hmm. from as soon as you drop in the game it's if you die you legit it's yeah. start, the circle starts again which i think is a beauty about western games because they give you more choices and throw yeah. you in an open world because it is like it, it, it's more for the person who is an explorer of a game you know there yeah, are like there yeah. are like archetypes there's yeah, like, game yeah, game types. so, yeah, I think, and I think the second example I would take, Cyberpunk. Okay, I yeah, think, I never I, played it, but I heard about master story, I was crazy about it, you yeah. know, Did pre- you play it on release? Yeah, okay. I, I pre-ordered it, yeah. I got it on uh, PC, PC, of course, okay. I played it, like, you know, for nine hours straight, yeah, that is um, the, yeah, that is without the. Without a crashing without the crashing. You know, like I <laughs> was good, I, I was sitting like this yeah. and here is my window. Yeah. So I'm playing, I'm playing. Look out, it's dark outside, okay. you know? Yeah, yeah. You look again, it's bright outside. <laughs> and like, yeah, what yeah. the fuck? Why am I seeing stars, you know?
0: You can get that? so lost in an RPG. Yeah. I wanna go back to one point you made a bit ago. Dead. And Siri keeps interrupting us, but yeah, you know, you need a side host. And so basically I think a really interesting thing with ju- outside of like RPG, it goes into that a bit, but it's the instructions in a game, right? Before like games, I would say in the early two thousands, it was just like go find your thing. Mm-hmm. You would not have much tutorials, right? Yeah. But now, what I dislike a little bit about our art- Western RPGs, especially nowadays, it's very like holding at the start of a game. You can have very long tutorials, and I get used to set that up. And there's like people growing up into this, but I feel. We really grew up in a time of where gaming was just kind of like you had the manuals. Remember in the cases of a game? Yeah. It- I don't have as much experience playing JRPGs, but I know like from the ones that I have, which is more modern games, is they kind of like it's kind of intuitive what you've to do next, mm-hmm. right? Like with like a good tutorial. But Western, it's just like, you, I'm going to hold your hand for like 10 minutes or like uh, 30 minutes, right? And then it's like, you do whatever you want. So while you're a bit more guided on the JRPG side, Western is just like, go for
1: it yeah it, it, it's almost like you know you, you try to use a new software or you download a new yeah. app and it just circles out everything like go there go there go there and it explores yeah. it's go it do like a walkthrough so our camera's just cut off but we're going to continue so we were talking
0: about the handheldness of how in a western RPG you've like you've to do like they're marking out what you have to do and then you're just left on your own yeah. but in a japanese you're guided in
1: a good way cuz it's such a linear path mm. Also, like yeah, and it's I think even if you know like how the branches of the tree goes. Yeah, yeah. It's like for Japanese RPG, it's the same because yeah. you start one line because it's a story. And Western ones, I think, it's how would I explain it? would it would be more like, uh, like you are just in the game and yeah. it's just like side missions, quest, yeah, story you can just interact with random people on the street and there is like so much going on at yeah. the same time like we were talking about cyberpunk mm-hmm. right yeah the you know the one of the most like it has the storyline and it has side missions and everything yeah. that a typical western rpg game should have mm-hmm. yeah but what one thing i liked about most was um uh, the side missions had their own difficulty level. Oh cool! Yeah, as you do it, you go up. Bro, I got headshot by fucking (laughs) NPCs, man. And I was like, yo, dude, this is not supposed to happen, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. it also levels up. And, like, it's... Even though it's open world, it's... uh, Side missions are also tying you up in itself that... You don't have to think about like story because I have had instances where I started with playing story. Yeah. Let's try something else. Mm-hmm. You know, you do, you start doing uh, side quest, yeah. and I'm lost. I forgot that I had to do the story again. It's, I'm just like doing five hours of side missions, and right? which, which is I think is a great way to hook a player in a game uh-huh. for a longer time. Like it has like massive retention level. It's the like it's the mindset of being a
0: completionist and wanting 100%, right? Mm. And I think a lot of gamers start out in that perspective, like, you want to like, whether it's like a game that has collectibles or side missions or so on, and that's the beauty of RPGs in general, you're so into this, that I think you have a main storyline, but when you go off that path a little bit and just start, like, exploring with things, that's, I feel, when you really get to know, at least in Western RPGs, your character's personality. Like for an example within Fallout, this is a game that has so many side quests and they are so stupid. This game is like so funny in a stupid way, right? Like it's serious, it's about nuclear bomb bomb, whatever. But the side quests are the most are one of the best parts of the games. Right and how tracked off you can get in this completionist mindset. I think overall it just hooks you in, and as you said, when you're waking up and like you're playing the game, and then it's like night time, daytime. It's like an in game cycle, but in real life, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's like you know, you you look for a screen for eight hours, and then you look something else. It's yeah. Like, bro, why am I seeing stars, man? Like, I don't get it. But that's what they want to do. Yeah, exactly. And and, the, and they are achieving it
0: and. So, with this though, we're talking about a lot of what we like about it, yeah. so let's go a bit into what we dislike about yes. both.
1: Yes. Um, I would say, for the Japanese ones, Yeah. character progression. Okay. No, not even character progression, more of a character formation, because I think character progression is more related to the storyline, mm-hmm. yeah. and it depends on person to person how they see it yeah. as. and. Because, like, I I have seen, like, two kinds of people. One is, like, most common is, like, you know, hero should win. Like, let's go, hero should win in the end. But I am not like that. I'm, like, I want to see the twist, you know? I want to see, like, a villain win and then something happens and then uh, hero wins. Even though it depends on person to person, like, yeah, yeah, how the villains should win, maybe. And then, like, how you know, how in Avengers happened. Something, Mm. something like that. In Avengers, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. something like that. But it depends on person to person, that's what I'm saying. But I think, like, what they are limited towards is, like, character formation. Because Mm. they are so much around the story. So they want the character to be around the story. It can't be, like... uh, a hipster walking in a, <laughs> how what do you say it, in a Chinatown, you know, yeah. more like yeah, yeah. More, more like that. Like it, it can't be that combination. But when it comes to Western, I think like you can do whatever you want to do. For the Western ones, I think um, the limitation would be of the narrative. Okay. I think like they do it right. But at the same time, like most of them don't know how to measure it right i would say because if you see at the dialogue system they built or something like that like in for example in gta it's yeah. perfectly fine you know based on the story yeah. it is on point accurate what it needs to be it gives r- proper amount of choices if they it's not too overrated and it's not too underrated as well but it yeah. was a bit up like more dialogues more uh Dialogue choices in the narrative, it would be fine. But, for example, Cyberpunk, if you see that, bro, that game has so much narrative. Like, Mm. I think after like fifty percent of the game, I got so annoyed. I was just <laughs> pressing on like the uh, the last option every time Keanu yeah. re- c- said something, and I ended up in space. Like I had to play that game like second time just to, just, just to so, yeah. Like, I've never I played the game, so I'm not it. <laughs> awesome. yeah, yeah, like there is an option where you like where you if you don't follow any of the instructions on how the storyline is okay. pulled out, like based on the character, you end up in space, and if either you die in the space or you can go back, but you have to be a slave kind Damn. of thing. Yeah. It's, I- it's, it's more like that. But, you know, I played the game second time and I played it with the different character just to understand what are the other possibilities are because, like, I am not like, yeah, let's look at the gameplay or more, like, more play. But I got also annoyed the second yeah. time after 50% and then I never, like, went back. But I still think, like, it's a good game. Like... It's It has all the elements of what I like, I would say, but yeah, the narrative is something that lot of games, like these are just the two examples yeah. that I, I gave, but there are like more. A great probably. thing that you bring up
0: is like dialogue, and I think I'm going to say this from both games, yeah. like from both JRPGs and WRPGs, um, it's a point where dialogue can also be way too much. Because they, exactly. I get it from the designer's perspective that you want to set up a world. Like in Skyrim, you have so many books around mm-hmm. the place that you can read. Personally, I was like 11 when Skyrim came out, so I wasn't. I was like, yeah, let me fight some things. But like, it's a thing where you see a lot of people skipping dialogue nowadays, right? Like, let's go and um, Twitch streamers are reading it out word for word. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's like, come on, can we just get yeah, to yeah. the gameplay? And... I haven't played as many Western uh, JRPGs, or I haven't played as many JRPGs, but the thing with them is, since you're reading the dialogue at your own pace, it, I think it's a bit better from their side, because mm-hmm. you're reading it, while with Western RPGs, it's a voiceover and it's a character, mm-hmm. and you're waiting for it, and the narrative can be a bit slower, and you can skip one text, you get to the end, you skip the last text box, you're like, where am I going? Yeah. What am I doing? Especially in also,
1: also, I think, like, why people lose patience with uh, western RPGs yeah. is because the whole environment, whole setup is more of exploration based so it just provokes a player's curiosity to okay I don't want to just talking to him I just, or talking to him or her, I just want to explore yeah. I want to see what I can do with that thing or that object or yeah. that car or like more like this and Japanese it's like okay if you miss something you miss Hey, yeah. so it's it's the pattern, how they build it, but yeah. yeah it's the objective, because with JRPGs, you have one overall
0: objective that you have to keep going. Same with Western RPGs, but I think it's a part of what I find myself a lot in Western RPGs is you put yourself in the mindset, your character, how you built on the character tree. You go very into it. You might get to one part where you're not as happy. You might like the side mission. And then if you stop playing a Western RPG, in my opinion, for like... A week or even longer, you really get out of touch with it. And that's a big disadvantage. And sometimes I feel I have to start the game again just to get myself back into it. Or it's a really like the retention of getting back into these games is a bit harder. Because I feel what you see with a lot of players of just RPG games in general, you really. Go through the whole thing within a week span. You do not leave your house. You're like the typical Mountain Dew and Doritos. I (laughs) monster drinks going on. Exactly, right? Like, take away, let me do it. But the thing is, uh, yeah, with Western RPGs, I find personally myself, if I put it down for a long enough time, it's harder to get back into it. Mm. But with my experience from JRPGs, it's because you have that one objective, the narrative design, and that's particularly better in my opinion because. It's easier to pick up on where you left compared mm. to the Western
1: audience. Yeah, it's more like you know how you read a book and then you leave it halfway. You don't read it yeah. for a month, and I was like, oh, I don't know what yes. was going on, yeah. <laughs> because there is too much distraction. But mm. yeah, but uh, but I still feel like I love the way uh, how Western RPGs give freedom to yeah. their players on exploration, which is perfect. Like I think like both are good in some senses. Like mm. not all of them if they don't check all the boxes they are good in whatever they are but I still feel like I would go for something which has more open world because I consider myself more of explorer I want to look out on things Uh like if I get a good storytelling around it that's the icing on the top like that's my ideal RPG game would be one thing I think, what's, what, I've said it
0: already, but Fallout is definitely one of my favorite games. Mm-hmm. And what I really love about the open world this is, this, is you have a narrator in the background. So the radio is always on in this game. And the radio host, like every decision you make, he brings it up in some way as the game goes on, right? Like if you kill settlers in a certain place, he will be like, Oh, and the, the Lone Wanderer was, or the, they refer to you as mm-hmm. the Lone Wanderer in uh, one of the games. And I really like that. And then it's playing music in the background too with this. And I like that because it's really narrating you through your own story and you're hearing about the own fuck-ups <laughs> or the good cards you made of the game. And I think that's a really part I love and it's because you're getting to see that another part is like a culture within these games, what you're like mm-hmm. talking about. I think with JRPGs it's a very defined culture, but with Western RPGs you have to find the culture yourself, right? Yeah, one is handed to you, yeah. one is like, go find it yourself. Like in Skyrim, reading these books And like it's lore. like,
1: it's a mix. You, yeah. you, sometimes you can't even define, like, because if you play, like, some kind of games which has, like, uh, underground vibes, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. like, all the spray painters or yeah, all the yeah. street kids or more like that, you yeah. can't define the culture in that. No. it's it, It's more about the vibe there. That's it. Yeah.
0: And some of you have blatantly, obviously, cultures like yeah. GTA five like, yeah. you get that that's America, like, that's yeah. true and true. But it
1: also shows, like three different versions of how the...
0: That's what I really like about this game is it's just because it shows... Yeah, the tree perspective of these Mm. different characters. You see, like, Michael, the main character, right? Like, the Privilege, he has this big house. And then you see Franklin comes from a completely different place. And it's just showing you these different eyes, but you still have the freedom to act as... But you live through this predefined character. And that's a Western RPG that has Mm. JRPG elements within it also and that, i think that can be considered a good mix of both of course it's a bit more to the western side and the way it's designed than the comedy and so on but yeah and the beauty about
1: it is they did it with just three characters it's a big game it's yeah. a big big game and I think they nailed it on that part that's why I think GTA 5 is good like even though now it's online it just keeps on getting better but that's if you cut out that part and just see the story of how Mm -hmm. it went like the whole flow and And the the option at
0: the end that you have right like spoilers alert if you haven't played GTA 5 yet but you would kill one of the characters at the end right Mm. so that's like I think a really cool thing because you're you're cutting off, it. of course you've already went through the story and whatever, and uh, Who did you kill in GTA 5 actually? Do you remember who you killed? No, I, it's
1: been a long time, like, I... Wait, what, what were the options? Trevor? No. All three, you have to kill one. I think Trevor, I killed Trevor. It was more like, you know, you, <laughs> burn, you, you burn the person, right? Or something like that. I don't remember. I don't remember of, at all. I just remember, I remember was, like you throw a gas and then some, there is I, a
0: mission, like there is something. Happens. Yeah. One thing, I'm not going to say too much about it, but I'm happy that in the rumors of the next game, the big leaks that happened, yeah. <laughs> that they're keeping the, it's two players you know, did you hear me? Yeah, I... I, yeah, I don't I just, want to say the spoilers because people might... We're not going to spoil anything, but they're keeping... We was leaked though. <laughs> you can check it out. Check we are not Reddit. spoiling it. Check me. Reddit, not us. <laughs> and, yeah, I like that they're keeping that dynamic, but with two characters in the storyline. I think... It's really cool. I really like GTA for that. I'm excited for mm. the next game, too. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, big RPGs coming out in the next mm. few years, too. And with the capabilities of the consoles we have. And, like, so seeing awesome. the growth of Western they and exist. Japanese RPGs and seeing this kind of soft spot that we're getting to in the middle with them, I'm really excited and really... Is there any titles you're looking forward to seeing in the future?
1: For sure, GTA, I think. Yeah. The Cyberpunk is coming out of with the sequel. Oh, really? Yeah, I, they, 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 they have, like, a... One extended version, yeah. like a prequel, and then there is a sequel of that. Mostly these because mm-hmm. these are like my games. Yeah, I would yeah. say like my I I play those kind of games. But yeah, like what, what about you? What do you think? On Definitely
0: that? from the Japanese side, the Zelda Breath of the Wild yeah. too. Tears of the Kingdom I think it's called mm-hmm. and um, then the next Elder Scrolls game like yo, Skyrim apologies. was the main reason why I, <laughs> why I wanted to become a game designer because yeah. <laughs> Bethesda, everything they've done, like Todd like, I, I love everything about this so I'm really excited for the next Elder Scrolls and Fallout game mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm just excited for the future but I want to get to the question where, which is better and why? You can start off, because I feel it's going to be a big debate.
1: That's a tough one. That's a tough one. You want me to initiate it? Uh, no, I think. Okay, you got it. it. I'm gonna take. A, a take deep a deep breath. breath. You got this. I got We're this. We're gonna be I fighting by the end of this, really? man. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> no. But yeah, um, yeah, still <laughs> a big debate. Probably even with the audience as well. It's going to be a big debate. Uh, but I think Weston all the way. Okay. Let's fucking go, you know, I'm an explorer and I will stick to the exploration and the open world is my thing, so yeah, it's, it's the western, all the way. So, turns out we're not gonna have
0: a fight because I'm gonna say western
1: also. (laughs) I thought you were gonna say JRPG. You were like, yeah, shit like "No, shut up. I don't know I just changed my mind we were
0: talking about <laughs> it. No, I think I really love the creativity of JRPGs. I think visually they are more appealing. Dramatically, I'm a very dramatic person, so you think I would go for that dramatics. But I think just because I was solely raised. Like, I grew up playing the Pokemon games and so on. But it was the fact that with the Western like, when I was, like, what, well, like. 11 12 13 when my mindset when the world was starting my conscious existed like it was just this openness of discovering my own thing Mm. like i think there's a lot of advantages and disadvantages to both but yeah i'm definitely more accustomed to the western side of
1: things yeah so yeah but you guys if you have any opinions share it in the comments below let's go okay
0: so that was a pretty quick conclusion but we got there yeah
1: but yeah, that was yeah, a nice wrap. First yeah, episode, man. First all first all episode. good.
0: Let's go. We'll see you in the next one. Fine. Cheers. Bye. But- Take a little bit of-